0: Here's today's God Hills Hurting Marriages with Charlene Steinkamp. Hi, I'm Charlene. Are you getting excited that you're learning all the different ways that you can improve your prayer life? I want you to pray short prayers, longer prayers, or prayers of crying out in desperation when you face critical issues. But also pray with passion and fervency for your husband or wife to have the Holy Spirit speak to them, I want you to pray without ceasing, and pray as it's so easy as talking to your friend right next to you. I believe when we all get to heaven, there are going to be many believers of Christ who will find out how important praying throughout your busy daily lives really was. Make time in the morning for praying two to three minutes with your children over breakfast. Pray that your spouse will allow you to pray a short prayer about your marriage off and on. When you have any problems and you're stuck in traffic, say a prayer. If you have huge circumstances, say a prayer. The variety of problems that your children may have with their different subjects and their grades Pray with them so they see that God answers their prayers. Do you get telephone calls from your husband or wife? And do they have a tone or an attitude when you hear them call you or email you or text? Pray before you answer them and listen to their words if they're on the phone and don't interrupt. Listen and pray for the Lord to give you the exact words to say. Will you learn the importance of praying? May we never forget our perfect example, our Lord Jesus Christ. He got up early or he stayed up late to pray. And then he prayed off and on throughout the day for many different people. The power of prayer. May you nor I ever forget the Garden of Gethsemane. In Matthew 26, 36 to 46, let me read about this, and it's such a powerful illustration of scriptures that show about praying. Then Jesus went with the disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little farther, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will. And there is our hindrance that I am going to be teaching about in more detail. It's not praying, my will be done. I want this to be done. I want that to be done in my marriage. It's praying, Lord, your will be done. Your will be done in my life. And trusting the Lord's best is for us. Now we know in the Garden of Gethsemane was where Jesus was going to be taken prisoner and be crucified on the cross. So he was praying, yet not as I will, but as you will. And that's so powerful for us to realize that Jesus literally surrendered his life and will and way to his Heavenly Father. Then he returned to his disciples, and he found them sleeping. Couldn't you men keep watch with me for one hour, he asked. Peter, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My Father... If it is not possible for this cup to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping, because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time, saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Look, the hour has come, and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. I can only imagine how Jesus felt that he took his closest three disciples to go up into the garden to pray for the Lord to intervene to block him being crucified. He knew it was going to happen sometime, but he didn't know when and all the details. He wanted those three men to pray with him in power, and they all failed him. So do not get upset when your prayer partners maybe don't answer you right, or they quit and they don't continue to pray with you for your marriage to be restored. Do not worry about how they reject you or don't believe in what you're doing is right. Because Jesus was alone with his Lord doing his perfect will. And that's what we want to do every day in our lives. Our hindrance that I am sharing today is not praying in God's will. Do you pray in doubt or in fear? Instead, may I suggest strongly, do as just what we learned and heard with Jesus' words. Lord, your will be done in my life and marriage, in my spouse's life, in my children's lives. God's will is perfect. If you know of someone who is sick or has a difficult circumstance and you do not know how to pray, pray, Lord, we pray for your perfect will to be done regarding these circumstances. Be healed in the name of Jesus. You are trusting God to handle it his perfect way. May you never forget all the different scriptures, but above all, remember the names of Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit that wants the best for us. So pray God's will be done in everything. I was often afraid to pray for God's will to be done in my life because I thought God would allow a tragedy to get my husband's attention. I knew and was reading the books in the Bible, and I kept seeing, praying God's will. And I was fearful of what God would have to do to get Bob's attention. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. A scripture that I love very much is in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven 11-13, and some of you may have it already memorized, but listen to the words. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. You know, there are so many different circumstances and life trials and tribulations that we need to know, Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13, that the Lord is not wringing his hands and he's not worried because he has plans, good plans for us, not to harm us, plans to give us a hope and a future. But we must call on him, and we must come and pray to him and listen to him. So pray for the Lord's will to be done in every circumstances in your life. May I remind you that I prayed the Lord's Prayer several times a day, and I still do, focusing on the different areas. But let me emphasize just a few verses today in the Lord's Prayer in Matthew 6, 9-10. Our Father, which art in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven this scripture shows you that the lord is hearing your prayers and he is personally interceding for you think about that may i ask you a question how many people is the lord asking you to speak your testimony to share the truths of god about your marriage problems and you now praying for marriage restoration instead of divorce and remarriage. I know my testimony was in a small city, Pompano Beach, next to Fort Lauderdale in Miami, but God had such a much bigger plan when I was standing to be able to go into ministry. I'm always honored to speak to you to encourage you to never give up. Have you seen I Can Only Imagine movie yet? It's a true story of Bart Millard from Mercy Me. His childhood was horrible with an abusive father. Then his mother leaves Bart with his father and never says goodbye and never contacts him. But God, in years to come, turned everything around to good for Bart. If you've had childhood problems, they need to be dealt with during this process of praying for marriage restoration. You have a wounded or broken heart. Ask the Lord what is hidden deep inside your heart that you do not want to talk about or possibly can't even remember. God wants you to be healed before your marriage is restored. I pray that the three disciples that went up with Jesus to the garden will remind you this week and many weeks that when we say we'll pray for somebody, that we'll remember to write it down in our prayer journal, or we'll pray with them right at that very moment, and we will not fall asleep when the Lord wants us to be standing in the gap for other people who have trials and tribulations that are great in their life. I know today you may say, I would love to talk to you, Charlene, because you do not know my circumstances. And I want to tell you, you don't have to tell me your circumstances because God knows. I know you're saying my wife or husband are worse than you can even begin to imagine. And I understand that because I thought Bob was doing horrible things. But I want to tell you something, we can go throughout the Bible and we can find a biblical character that did horrible things, bad things failed God, disobeyed God, and the Lord turned it all around to good. We must believe in God's mighty power, and you must not look at your circumstances, and you need to learn to pray and keep praying and approaching the Lord, and He is going to be in charge of restoring and resurrecting your dead marriage. And you must just take all these hindrances and not pray the wrong way, but pray the right way. And this way is so simple. It's praying God's will be done in our marriage. In our ministry, I pray that. I pray your heart will be softened. You'll remove your bitterness and anger against your spouse. And God's will be done in your life. So let me share a scripture that is so powerful. First John 5, 14 and 15. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of Him. What you and I must do is we must wait on God's perfect timing and trust Him and believe that He is going to touch and change and restore and rebuild your marriage on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. Have a blessed day. If we can help you in any way, we invite you to visit the website of Rejoice Marriage Ministries at www.rejoiceministries.org. Thanks for joining us today as we proclaim that God heals hurting marriages. Divorce strikes families around the world, often with little notice. You can help us minister to these families with your financial gift. Visit RejoiceMinistries.org and help us teach men and women what Jesus can do for their hurting family.